Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. You are Locked On Mavericks, your daily podcast on the Dallas Mavericks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, every day. This is going to be huge. Welcome. You are locked on the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engsted. I'm a media member at MavsFanatic.com, and I am joined, as always, by the editor of Smoking Cuban, Isaac. What you got for me? Well, first of all, I feel like I'm some rapper because <laughs> we're, we're holding these, like, handheld mics up in this Jack Daniels restaurant. <laughs> Here in the American <laughs> Airlines Center. Don't but, bash my setup. Don't ba- We're here. But we let's are here. just say if Jack Daniel was handing out free drinks, this place could be hammered because of the excitement for what is about to go down <laughs> in Dallas. So we are live here at the Jack Daniels and American Airlines Center. The media has dwindled down. Where have, what, what pick are we on right now? At 40-something? Uh, we're on pick 43. 43 uh, from the, the ESPN <laughs> from the ESPN broadcast, not the Wojcast, because the yeah. Wojcast is probably at like 57 by now. <laughs> they know, like, they're just way ahead of everybody else. But yeah, we are here at American Airlines Center. Uh, a couple guys still here. You got Brad Townsend, Earl K. Sneed still hanging around. Is, is Timmy up there? I don't know. McMahon's still I up there? I think McMahon's gone. All right, he's gone. I don't know. There We, we got. It was a great time here tonight. Got to talk to Carlisle. Got to talk to uh, Donnie Nelson. We also heard from Dennis Smith Jr. via via Sarah's phone. Talked to Finley. We talked to Michael Finley as well. That was really good. But it was just a, it was a great night. And uh, let's just go through the draft. So let's go through. We're going to go through the picks all the way to uh, to the to the Mavericks pick and just go through what the process was, what it felt like here. And so the number one pick obviously went to Markel Fultz. Uh, I mean. Nothing really surprising there. Nothing really that stood out. The only thing to me that stood out was that he posted on Instagram, and he said he was a picture of him with the uh, the NBA like background behind him with the Tissot, you know, logo on it, and he said excited to head to, and then he put in parentheses city and join the in parentheses team name. So <laughs> whoever is doing his social media tonight didn't insert the, they had that one saved and ready to go and then they t- didn't input philadelphia and 76ers poor guy oh man yeah he jacked that up but yeah so we're we're setting in this kind of delay the the setting or the atmosphere for where where we watched it we have like a kind of a news a press conferencing set up in the middle of this restaurant here the maz war room is fairly close to us yeah it's like three stories above us yeah and all the media is kind of packed into this restaurant, chilling, watching on the TVs. And, you know, the first couple of picks in the draft, everybody kind of expected it. You know, we knew it was going to happen. Draft really started with Boston. You know, Alonzo went to the Lakers. Tatum was even a pick that most people were like, yeah, this that's what's going to happen is Tatum. Yeah, because at first, when the trade first happened, you know, with Boston and Philly, Josh Jackson was kind of, you know, a guy. But now, oh, the, Josh, there were so many rumors about Josh Jackson yeah. earlier today. And there was just like everybody was going after Josh Jackson. And Tatum, <laughs> you know, kind of gained steam with that pick and uh, kind of went, kind of went like what a lot of mocks, what yeah. we walked through yesterday. Right. Tatum at three, 
then we had four Phoenix kind of just sitting there saying, hey, we'll take either Tatum or Jackson probably. And they took Jackson. And, and then Fox went to Sacramento. And then kind of the draft started over again for us. And but then even even the the Orlando Magic's pick was was Jonathan Isaac, which was kind of a chalk pick as well. Like the first six picks were pretty much chalk, right? I mean, I we were we were talking about like don't be surprised if they take Dennis Smith or don't be yeah. surprised if they take somebody else. But Isaac was kind of the pick there, right? And even even Rick Carlisle said that well, you know the first six picks are probably first five to six picks are pretty much what we you know expected. Yeah, and that's. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people had Smith, Smith Jr., Isaac there at six. I had Smith Jr. going to Orlando, and I just I thought that that's what would happen because of Smith Jr.'s <laughs> athleticism and all that stuff. But they took Isaac, and so then he immediately looked at it and logically said, "All right, seven and eight is two picks before us. Yeah. There's Nelikina, Monk, and Smith still there, so." That was the uh, that was the moment to where if you wanted a guard, you knew you were going to get a guard. And then, but then the moment after that was the uh, the Minnesota to the when did the Minnesota to and uh, Chicago trade start rumbling? It was it was, it was before like, the draft even started, right? It started rumbling. Yeah, I think Stein maybe reported it first or something, and then it kind of Houston just took that Hart Hartenstein from Germany, which is kind of a solid pick for him. But anyway. Because we're obviously recording this in the middle of the second round right now, so we're seeing these. If you hear this in the background, (laughs) Uh, but anyway, yeah, the Minnesota thing, and then it went final, and for us, you know, it started circulating around the media room, and you saw people talking about it. You're like, yeah, wow, this deal actually went down, and how it affects Dallas was, you know, with Jimmy leaving, they brought back Levine and Dunn, so we're like okay, they're going to move up to seven, and we know they're not going to take a guard. Because they were going to bring back Rajon Rondo, too. Like, that's that's been their plan this whole time is bring him back. They've traded. They traded both those guys for Cameron Payne earlier in the season. They you know they got Chris Dunn back. They have Levine who plays some point guard. Levine yeah. played some point guard for that's Minnesota. True. So now they have these four guys that can play point guard on their team. And we're like, if Chicago takes a point guard, I mean – we just have no idea what they're doing, and Jimmy Butler's trainer kind of agrees, <laughs> kind of agrees with us that they don't know what they're doing oh, over in trainer. Chicago. But so you can go check out that tweet. I, I think I retweeted it somewhere. But so when that switch, we're like, okay, they're not going to drop. They're not going to you know pick a point guard. Maybe they would pick Monk, maybe, but they still have Dwayne Wade there. Yeah, you know, Levine now coming in. So like that doesn't even seem possible. And then they go with marketing. That it was if there was, <laughs> was a second glorious. biggest moment of the night. It was when the news, or when Woj pretty much broke it, and you know, for anybody watching on TV, it kind of you know Woj was just beating everybody on TV. He but was three picks ahead. <laughs> it was crazy. He was on Nilakina. He was on Nilakina, and they were still back at like, you know, Sacramento still. Yeah, <laughs> at it, five. It was nuts. It was literally but, three picks ahead. But when the marketing thing dropped, I mean, that was a huge moment for everybody here at Dallas yeah. because that just guaranteed that one of those three were going to be there. And it was pretty quiet in here. Like it was pretty yeah. quiet amongst the media members. But then all of a sudden, when marketing goes to <laughs> marketing goes to Chicago, it was like, oh, oh, yeah. like you Chatters, start hearing murmurings everywhere. Chatter started at that point, and it was really quick after that. You know, it was pretty much New York was just setting on Nilakina, yeah, yeah. saying, okay, you know, he's probably going to be there. But and as soon as pretty much the marketing thing happened, then. It happened. So all those rumors were true. Like the New York Daily News thing was was pretty true that you know that they were enamored with Neely Kina and that Neely Kina wanted to go to the New York and so the cryptic tweets and all that I guess turned out to be true <laughs> to end with. So marketing goes to the Knicks and then we're sitting there with uh, 
We're sitting there at Dallas, and Woj hadn't tweeted literally 15 minutes between his Neely Kina pick and the Dallas pick. And it didn't come from, from Woj. It came from Shams, uh, also from the vertical, that uh, the Dallas was picking Dennis Smith Jr. And we thought, we both thought, since it was taking so long for Woj, that the Dallas was talking about trades. But Johnny Nelson had told us beforehand, beforehand that don't, no, don't look at us to, to move the pick. I mean, he was even asked about Rubio. He said, you know, would you guys target Ruby? He's like, well, I can't talk about certain players, but just be, just know that we're not going to move down from this pick. Maybe up. Like that, he left it open ended to say yeah. that he might move down or that he might move up, but he's not going to move down. So we were like, well, maybe a trade won't happen. But then it came in Dennis Smith Jr. and everybody kind of celebrated. He, yeah, he he made it clear that they're pretty much not going to move. But yeah, so man, then it came in. I mean, it was it was Smith or Monk, and you're like, this is going to be awesome either way. Smith, the Smith pick came through. You could just, I mean, ever, I, we haven't, unless you have, I haven't talked to a single media person here that is like upset with the pick or even like slightly negative at all. No, I mean it's from the organization on down. It was shortly after that that Carlisle came downstairs, addressed us media, and you know he just started off right from right from the start, and he used words like historic. He said, "This is a huge day for us." Yes, I mean they were. We can't express. I know we we both, you know, live tweeted what 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 they were saying, but you can't really express how excited Dallas. And what do you want to say? Okay, well, whoever they got at nine, they were going to say that anyway. Right, <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah. our guy. You know, but he was very strong in his wording. Like there was just there was things that he said that he doesn't really say. Like he projected that he was going to be the starter from day one. Did that surprise you? It did surprise me. Yeah, just because you know just how young he is. And, you know, Rick, you know, playing that whole that game. But, you know, he quickly he said, you know, I would project him as the starter, but it's going to take work. And Finley was asked the same thing. Yeah. Hey, about him being the starter. And he said, you know, he's on the track, but he's definitely going to put in the work. Finley kind of walked it back a little bit. He he focused more on the, you know, he has the talent. This is what he said. He said, I he has the talent and ability to hopefully become the starter. But like coach said, he has to earn it. So Finley was more like he could be the starter. Carla was like. You know what? I'll be honest with you. I'll project that he's going to be the starter. Which it's really funny that the coach is projecting that he's going to be <laughs> going to be the starter because yeah. he's the one that literally makes the makes decision. The, and it's Carla of all people. Like he's the last person. Like I thought that would that was where we would get the cliche of oh yeah. no yeah, we yeah, get, yeah. we got a group and you know we're just going to bring him in and let him compete and go from there in the future. Kind of like what Nerl- what he said about Nerlens and stuff. Yeah, completely. Uh, and this is a really good quote from Carlisle that I loved and I still love. Uh, everybody's packing up. They're packing up the lights over there, so it doesn't look like the Mavs are getting <laughs> back into the second round here. <laughs> yeah. What are we at? Pick like 45 now. Yeah. Um, he said, um, there's not one player that comes into the NBA that can't improve on defense. And I just thought that was a great quote, just for any player, but for Dennis Smith Jr. specifically, that you know, any, everybody can improve on, de- on defense. So he was kind of holding back. He didn't really say anything negative about his defense, but said that everybody can improve. I just love the quote. Yeah, and there, there are bits and pieces of stuff that I mean, we can talk about different quotes, but, you know, they never worked him out. And they, yeah, they asked yeah. Rick about that. They said, hey, you, why did you never work him out? And he was just frank about it and said, we never thought he would drop that far. And that's, you know, that's a sign right there. And they even said, you know, they – they said before, like, hey, we're trying to move up, but, you yeah. know, they knew that probably going to happen. And they said, you know, if they moved up, like, he was their guy. He said, yeah, that, that's who we had circled. Right. They just, they never, and what, you know, what I, what I was surprised that they admitted was when they said their response in the war room. 
yeah, when, when yeah, Nilla Kina was drafted too. by New York, they said Carlisle used the word thunderous response. <laughs> and I mean, and you yeah. know, what, what an adjective by Carlisle. Yeah. And, and Donnie was talking about chest bumping with Dirk and with the whole crew and just everything with that. There's like a forklift outside that's stopping everybody from leaving. <laughs> <laughs> forklift life. It just <laughs> forklift life. It just stopped everybody. But yeah, I mean, it was just an obvious celebration, and it was. Uh, I don't know. Is this a cool moment just to see everybody? We just saw. I don't know. Just draft history in Dallas, and yeah, it's just there hasn't been a time like this. Like I was talking to Earl a little bit ago, and Earl just said, "Like okay, Sneed. I'm just ec- ecstatic by this. Like I'm just so excited." Like we, this is the guy. Like this was, we never, never thought that Dallas had a chance in getting this guy. Yeah. And so, I mean, it's just this the atmosphere. Finley said he'll give Dallas fans something to cheer about, especially on the break. Can yeah. we imagine this athleticism? Oh yeah, with Nerlens <laughs> it's and Harrison Barnes. Like Harrison Barnes is athletic. We forget because he spent so much time in the half court this year. But yeah. But you know, Harrison Barnes also a guy that can get out on the break and is athletic and is going to run. Dorian Finney-Smith also a guy. I mean, yeah. That line of Dennis Smith Jr., Dorian Finney-Smith, Harrison Barnes, you know, Nerlens Noel, like even, you know, Dwight Powell throw him in there. Like there's some lobs to be thrown <laughs> from from Dennis Smith. And he said he wants to, you know, set guys up and doesn't care about his own stats. A lot of cliches from Dennis, from Dennis yeah, Smith. Yeah, well, they but. asked him, you know, they – so Dallas called him, put him on speakerphone to talk to us. Uh, he's most likely going to talk to us tomorrow. He should be in Dallas might tomorrow. Be, yeah, so they might might be here. But, you know, they asked him the question was like, have you thought about playing with Dirk? And he said, yeah, you know, pretty much he's excited about it. But, he, you know, he mentioned Nerlens. He said, man, I'm excited for Nerlens too. Yeah. So he, Well, he was asked specifically, I think by Eddie Sefko, uh, that how excited are you to, you know, be in a pick and roll with Dirk Nowitzki? And he was like, yeah, and Nerlens too. Like he specifically said Nerlens, which I thought was kind of interesting. Uh, another thing, we're just kind of throwing quotes and stuff at you right now. Another thing Finley said, Finley shot down the Steve Francis comparisons. Yeah, he, yeah, he, <laughs> he really was did. just pretty straightforward. Like, that is not a good comparison. He did not like that comparison. Um, he said that Dennis Smith is more of a point guard compared to what Steve was. Um, yeah, so Finley didn't really like that comparison, but there's no disrespect to, to Francis, but... You know, Donnie was asked. <laughs> Donnie was asked about the injury, Dennis Smith injury, and and like, hey, from what, the one from high school is, a, is ACL. Yeah, like, what would that take? Did it take anything away from him? And he joked. He said he might have had a fifty-inch vertical instead of a forty-eight. Because <laughs> that was great. If you hadn't heard, Dennis Smith Jr. was recorded with a forty-eight-inch vertical. Forty-eight at, at the Lakers vertical. pre-draft workout. That's so insane. Have fun with that this year. Also, uh, we need to talk about this. This this podcast can't go by without us talking about the fact that Donnie Nelson said that he and Dirk Nowitzki shared a chest bump. Shared a chest bump. <laughs> and it was the highest chest bump he's ever received. If we could only have video footage of this. <laughs> <laughs> there was enough computers in there. So I, I got a chance to go up to the war room. Uh, and it's an interesting it's an interesting room. There's, you know, it's on like the third or fourth floor of the, the AAC and there's all there's this wallpaper with like Dirk and Jason Kidd and you know the championship team and then there's like stars players as well and like you know the hockey players like holding the Stanley Cup up and so and then there's just it was just like a circle with a bunch of dudes on on laptops and then they had like a screen with uh with tweet deck up (laughs) that that so random that had like Chad Ford and Woj tweets going by so like they were look reading it just the same as us you know yeah and uh they said that when they got word and confirmation that Nilakino was going to New York, like 
they were asked how much time went by between when you heard that and they they heard you know Neil Aquino went I think from Woj like you yeah. know like they they heard it from there and they said that not too much time went by before they you know decided to make to make their pick and then the thunderous applause like you said went went on yeah and just I mean just moving forward I mean they constantly referred to him as a as a building block you know just with this whole Donnie used the word retool instead of like rebuild uh Dirk was mentioned a lot today and yeah you know he really between was. Donnie and Rick and stuff like Dirk is not we know how important Dirk is to Dallas but he was mentioned numerous times today of just his impact still on the team, you know, fitting Dirk in or like how they fit with Dirk, how, you know, in Dirk's last year, sending him outright and how Smith, and this was something too, like Smith is not a project. And Carlisle yeah, and Donnie both said this, like this, he's day one, like he can contribute on, yeah, on day one. And we're just going to have to get over the, you know, we're going to have fun moments between him and Rick on the court. And Rick said that, you know, they FaceTimed. Uh, with Dennis, <laughs> that was like their interview. Their yeah, like I guess like last interview. week, and they, they pretty much told him, said, "Hey, if you made it to nine, uh, if you make it to nine, you're going to be our pick." And Rick's, you know, Rick said that they asked questions back and forth. That's when Rick asked him, "Hey, what player do you compare yourself to?" And Dennis said, "A Derrick Rose with a jump shot." Yeah, so like <laughs> it's kind of you know, like you laugh that off now. Like we we might laugh that off, like because we think about Derrick Rose, but we well, yeah, forget we about, about MVP yeah. Derrick Rose. So that was a kind of a cool comparison, I think. Um, Another thing that, uh, when mentioning Dirk earlier, Donnie Nelson said, we want to be respectful of the greatest player in the history of the Mavericks. We want to make this an enjoyable ride for all of us, which was like, yes, <laughs> thank you, <laughs> like to make it an enjoyable ride. I think he just spoke for all of us. Like, yeah. Everybody in the room, too. Could you also read, can you read the Dennis Smith quote about being Dennis Smith? Oh, that was great. While so, you pull it up. I'll so Dennis Smith was, was talking to us uh, via via phone. And uh, he was asked a question about um, how he felt that he was better than the number nine pick, which is, I mean, that's awesome. Like, nine is a great spot for a guy that has, like, top five talent that feels like he should be top one. Yeah. (laughs) And then, you know, like, coming out and and saying, like, yes, like, being that confident and showing us the confidence that Dennis Smith has. So here's the quote. And I tweeted it out. It says, I'm definitely motivated by it. I just use it as fuel to the fire. I've been underrated my whole career, my whole life, and that's perfectly fine with me. You know I'm accustomed to it. I'm going to go out there and beat Dennis Smith, and nothing can stop that. What a great quote. Like, what a great quote for just a guy to come out and say, like, I'm going to be Dennis Smith, and nothing can stop me from being Dennis Smith. He's a beast, man. You could hear it in his voice, like, after he said that, like we all kind of like looked at each other with this like smile on our face. Yeah, we like, were all like, "Yeah, this guy's ready, man. He's ready just to yam on people, <laughs> and this is going to be a lot of fun. It's a sexy pick. You know, we've joked about, we've used that word before on here. Yeah, you know, compared to if it was Nilikina, we'd be waiting on it for some for a little bit. Two two things I want to mention going forward. Donnie was Donnie was asked by Tim McMahon from ESPN. How does this affect free agent plans and chasing free agent point yeah, guards? That's a good one. Donnie said that straight out. Uh, I would say that's accurate, that we're not going to be chasing a free agent point guard. So take that for data on your Drew Holiday <laughs> stuff. Yeah, that that what was it, Jonathan Gavoni from Draft Express that said that they still want to pair Dennis Smith with Drew Holiday? No. That makes absolutely no sense to me. I mean, unless you want to – whatever you want to say. That. The question was uh, chasing a free agent point guard, and Donnie said, I would say that's accurate. You know, that's not in their plans now. So. Yeah. I asked Donnie about acquiring a second pick in the draft. Uh, he said that we're working on it, and we're What's, in the we're at the end say? of the second round right now. But 
you know, it's something he he expanded on that, saying, hey, we're working on it, maybe a, a late second-round pick. But, you know, you look at – he talked about the undrafted players on the roster, and we joke about pick 61. There is no pick 61. <laughs> well, yeah, he said, Mike, maybe even pick 61, which is sort of like – So I wouldn't – you know, so right – so when this draft is over – that's when you're you're probably going to see some stuff come out of like some players that they're going to chase really hard that didn't get drafted. So, I mean, there's still right now while we're recording this, there's 10 picks in the second round. They could jump and snag one, you know, for really cheap, but probably not. Yeah. I mean, we've already closed up shop here. We're like the last ones in this restaurant. <laughs> it's like us and like one guy, Gra- one guy that works here. Grab some arena worker and ask him his opinion on Dennis Smith. He's probably going to be like, Dennis who? The what? forklift guy. We'll go get the forklift guy. <laughs> hey, uh, what are your thoughts on Dennis Smith Jr.? But, yeah, so Dallas is really good with the picking up the undrafted guys. And how fun is Summer League going to be? Oh, yeah. Dennis, Dennis Smith, Smith is going to put up, like, 35 and have, like, four it's poster gonna dunks. Awesome. It's going to be awesome. He's going to be a great guy in Summer League because Summer League, it's dominated by guards. Like, guards just destroy in Summer League because, I mean, even, like, you remember you remember Seth Curry when he was playing Summer League? He was scoring, like, 30 points a game. A ton. And, you know, guys just are really, like, guards destroy summer league because it's like AAU almost. You yeah. know, you're back with a bunch of dudes that you've only been with for a couple days, and you have one practice maybe. <laughs> you're just out there, and bigs never look good in in summer league. And you know, I just I don't want to be Debbie Downer. I, don't you dare! I, I do just want to mention a few things that we've talked about in the pod because I don't want us to say and say, "Oh, it's like all this stuff." Because we did share when in our Dennis Smith player profile, you know, prospect, you know. Yeah thing we shared our our worries too you know how's he gonna fit with rick the attitude things at nc state and rick talked about they they talked about his situation there and how that did that showed character and that how that that played into their evaluation of him too so i mean we got the character things he's a square <laughs> he's six three yeah. <laughs> with six three wingspan how does that affect his defense but you already mentioned about rick talking about the defense and how he could get better well, yeah, and that to me that quote also just says that yeah he does have some <laughs> some room to improve on defense. But they talked they talked so highly about him, and Rick Carlisle is, does not talk about guys yeah like that. And Rick Carlisle also mentioned uh, that he was going to be a starter, which is, you know again I can't stress enough how super high he is you know on that on that player and just the way he the way Rick Carlisle talked about you know. Dennis Smith Jr. made me feel better that that relationship is going to be good. You know, yeah. that the, like that they're going to be okay with it. He's he used an acronym. I can't remember what it is, but he said that he's one of our guys. Like one of our, one of the guys that, you know, is going to really mesh with us. He's a no nonsense guy. Is something yeah, they he said that a couple word a lot. Time. No there's, there's a certain acronym. I can't remember what it was. It's on the video somewhere, but. Um, and it's fit next to Seth Curry. You know, we're what yeah, does Seth do now? I don't know if they can and play Wes. together. Yeah, assuming Wes would be great alongside of him. Yeah, I think that would be good. So, like, it. is Seth ready for the six-man role? Uh, would Seth in a six-man role still demand a type of money next summer? There's a lot of question marks with that that we'll yeah. have to really get to. But ultimately, Finley said it best. He said, you know, we got our guy. You know, that was the guy we want, and we got him. And we can't. Simple as that. I mean, it's a fun, it's fun atmosphere right now. Not right now. Well, <laughs> right yeah. now it's empty. We're it was at, fun like we're an looking hour at the ago. old practice gym right now oh, inside man. the American Airlines Center. And I they, tweeted out a picture of the practice gym, and it is just full of stuff. Like, there's so much stuff. All the stuff from the locker room, the, the weight remodel. room, all the the office chairs. There's like a, a a sea of office chairs over there. Wait, on a scale of one to ten, how would you give Mark Cuban's construction skills? <laughs> 
<laughs> we have to talk about that too. <laughs> we can talk about that. I on also Monday tweeted Monday. out the video of of Mark Cuban starting the demolition of the the locker room, and it was <laughs> it was the start of a rebuild. Yeah, <laughs> but and, uh, two things: chances of Dennis Smith winning Rookie of the Year. High, very high. Jonathan Charks, I was talking to him earlier, and he was like, yes, like Dennis Smith Jr. could be. He's going to get the shots. He's going to get the opportunity in the minutes, and it's going to be, you know. Second, chances of Dennis Smith being in the dunk contest. I like that as well. Bring it on. They're taking – the Mavs PR staff has taken down the banner. I don't think we're getting back in the second round, guys. (laughs) Don't (laughs) think we are. There's still some decent guys on the clock right now at 51. We're literally the last media people here. Well, I think they have to wait for us, which is sad. But we got Dirk stuff tomorrow and Saturday. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna be. I'm gonna be there tomorrow. I think you're gonna be there. Dennis there. Smith is probably gonna be there. He, uh, we just, I just got an email a little bit ago. His press conference is gonna be tomorrow, so we'll so definitely we'll, be tweeting we'll, from that, reporting we'll be there from as that. Well. And then Dirk's game on on uh, Saturday will be there as well. So there's gonna be more of us. We'll, we won't just go away. Um, We'll still be going, but, you know, free agency will come, and the draft is, guys, we did it. All this time, I feel like I was joking with my wife and a bunch of people today that I have been talking about this one draft pick for months. months. I have, I have friends so te- many months. I have friends texting me right now saying, hey, I, we got a pick in, like, the thir- you know the second round, but it's in, like, the 43rd, you know, something random, <laughs> like, who's there? And I'm, like, naming them prospects, yeah. and they're like, how do you know this crap? I'm like, like I've bro, just like, been looking at this draft for so long. Just and Dallas so didn't long. jack it up. No, they didn't. They didn't. And, and that was one thing that Donnie Nelson said before. Don't expect us to take a lot of risk with this move. And – that was that was it, that said two things to me. That one, it said that this was sort of going to be a no nonsense pick. They weren't going to try to do something crazy like pick Donovan Mitchell or OG, you know, or something weird like or Harry Giles, you know, yeah. or something like that. Like they're not going to, they weren't going to do that. But also, it spoke to the depth of this draft, mm. and that yeah, it was pretty much nine player drafts. And then Markinen made it, <laughs> Markinen made it a yeah. you know a a ten player draft with, because he was picked so high. And I want to mention this too. Dennis Smith brings, and I don't know, we don't know him personally yet, obviously. We'll get to know him maybe over the summer a little bit, yeah. uh, this fall for sure. But I think he's going to bring some flair. And yeah. you look at our team, who's the three big like cornerstones of our team? Harrison Barnes, Dirk Nowitzki, Nerlens. Yeah. All three genuinely quiet, low-key dudes. Dennis Smith kind of reserved. Bring- Dirk has definitely come out of his shell for sure, but he's not a guy that's just going to come out and be like, showy and like like west west matthews was the most like electric personality yeah yeah the guys in the mavericks good way to describe and that's not really you know some a way that you would necessarily describe him yeah so especially after the mavs lose dennis is going to bring a good jolt of energy to the team we're super excited about it we can't say that enough you know what? He he's just gonna slang the basketball around. No, that's what don't, he's, no, that's what he's gonna do. I have a pet peeve s- of of tweets that come up from people that <laughs> there are people out in this world that are spending the time to go back to like 1943 <laughs> and finding a tweet from when they came out of the womb and holding it against them. So I will not tell you that I spent a good 20 minutes at the beginning of the second round just going to advanced search and searching. Dennis Smith tweets. I will not tell you that. I did not do that. Me and Tim McMahon did not do that together. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that did happen. I did, All do, right. I did do that. I don't have anything else. They're about, they're about to kick us out. <laughs> they're 
think they are about to kick us out. They're uh, they're cleaning up right now. They're taking all the stuff out. But, guys, we did it. Dennis Smith Jr., great pick. There's more to come for sure from the Locked On Mavs. Thanks so much for listening to us through the draft. You know, there's going to be more of this. Dirk's baseball game is coming. We'll probably get some audio and hopefully get some some stuff from Dennis Smith Jr. to talk about on the show. So thanks so much for joining us. Subscribe on iTunes if you haven't. Rate and review the podcast. And also head to Smoking Cuban. Head to MavsFanatic.com. A lot of good stuff we put up, uh, just, you know, stuff like that. I also – we did this thing on on Mavs Fanatic where we wrote what uh, would happen on different prospects were picked, and I wrote about Laurie Markkinen because I wanted to I wanted to be the, the calming voice of the, of the Mavs franchise and Mavs fan base because I didn't want people to be, like, freaking out and be upset about if it they got, if, we got if, we, if they ended up taking Markkinen. So I'm going to run that somewhere. Like, I'm not sure where I'm going to run that, but I want people to be able to read it just to see what it could have been because I was making some stretches for sure. But I did not make the dirt comparison. So anyway, so that stuff will be going up, but good stuff on both of our sites. And thanks so much for listening to the Lockdown Maps. Welcome to Dallas, Dennis Smith. Peace out. Boom. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best selling LED light bulbs. Our four pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long lasting 10 year LED bulbs now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details.